welcome to the Pridopod, where our mission is to improve the productivity and profitability of the construction industry, our mantra is safer, faster, smarter, easier, and our measure of success is making a positive impact on your business, wherever you're listening from. My name's Adam, and part of my job at Prida is to look over the horizon and help our customers and their customers achieve long-term success. I don't have a crystal ball but I do have access to some of the industry's most respected experts in fabrication, building, design, and the cutting edge of research. I hope you enjoy these opportunities to step back from the day-to-day and explore the topics that will shape the future of building. Welcome to our final episode of the Pridopod for 2023. This year, we've taken on a broader range of topics, put a focus on safety and sustainability, and bit by bit, our little audience is growing. So thank you for listening and for sharing. We'll be back in 2024, but as is becoming tradition, we wanted to close out the year with something a little bit more lighthearted. Martin and Jerry, aka The Engineers, are a comedy duo based in Melbourne who have a unique way of understanding and exploring technical topics. If you ever had to work with engineers, and I say this with love because I am one, I think you'll appreciate the humour. The big question for today, is Frame and Trust comedy an untapped goldmine of laughs, or has this genre been ignored by mainstream comics for very good reason? We'll let you be the judge. We hope it brings a smile to your face as we enter the festive season. Hello. Yes. I am Jerry Roberts. And I am Martin Chrysalis. And we are engineers. Yes, and so am I. We would like to welcome you to the Prider podcast, uh, mm. end of year refresher course. Yes. Mm, I th- you think of your brain as a three-day-old sandwich, yes. And think of this podcast as a uh, a spritz of water applied by the deli owner uh, in order to restore the vitality of the uh, of of the sandwich uh, in in preparation for sale sale of course in this analogy uh, represents uh, what does it represent martin uh, it, it represents doing work. You see, doing now, work. Yes, all of engaging us, with the task at hand. Yes, all of us who have spent some time in an industry like mm. we all have, uh, eventually uh, need a little bit of a refresher on the basics. You mm. know, because the brain dries out. Yes, very much <laughs> like a sandwich like the, in mm, a display like the case. Top slice. Yes, yes, like a pl- a, a piece of what. Like the top slice, like the yes, top slice the, of bread. Yes, the top slice of bread, and even sometimes the bottom slice, depending on whether these holes in the bottom allowing air to come in and oxidise the bread. Mm-hmm. Certainly, yes, the oxidisation process of the bread. I, of course, as an engineer, see that as a problem to be solved. For years, I have been trying to propose the solution of zinc plating. Uh, the the bread in a sandwich, Gal- using the galvanic process to galvanise mm. the bread, or maybe use a sort of a colour bond style coating, which would be a- a- available in a range of uh, modern and appealing colours, allowing one to produce a-, a slice of bread that would withstand almost any weather conditions. And as yet, though, I have I've had very few up, uh, very few takers on this concept. The, yes. the people at the Dragon's Den, they wouldn't even let me through the door. Yes, but of course, today we're not doing a refresher course on the galvanisation of bread. No, no, not yet. No, this is a refresher course on house building. 
Yes, specifically the construction of the top region of the house, which yes. I, I'm sorry to get so early into industry jargon to, to throw that at you so early in the piece, but what you, uh, you may or may not know of as a roof. Yes, so many of you uh, might want to open up your Prida key training slides dot PDF file and mm. follow along as we uh, spritz your mind with uh, <laughs> with, with our uh, with our, our, mi- our word droplets and our uh, moist concept particles. Now, one of the questions that is no doubt onto on the tip of your tongues, uh, straining to escape the prison of the teeth, is what is a roof? Now, I'm not going to bore you with the dictionary definition. Uh, because uh, I read it earlier, and it uh, it said something that went over my head. Mm. But uh, a roof, well, you can think of it in many ways as being the hat of the house, or possibly the hair of the house. Yes. I mean, in many ways, the hair is the nature's hat for the head. Mm. <laughs> That's right. Nature, in its infinite wisdom, somehow knew that a person's head would look strange and somehow incomplete without a hat, and so, in its in its inimitable style, uh, created uh, a hair hat before hats had even been invented. The the hair. That's right. And then we imitated that <laughs> inimitable style. Yes. And we created the hat. And then mm. later on. We put a little hat and on our buildings, yes. known as the very concept we're now talking about, the roof. The roof, yes. I mean, and I think it's helpful very often to, to, to consider this comparison between a hat and a roof. If you're placing a small eave all the way around your roof, are you not in many ways creating a stylish and... and uh, and sexy fedora for the house. That's right. Um, that's right. You you are dramatically increasing your chances of attracting someone uh, to be your lover. Now, of course, the importance of talking about the roof first, especially in this industry, is because mm. it's very important to have a good foundation when mm. you are in an industry. In this case, the foundation is, of course, the roof. Um, mm. And then we will move down uh, the house, uh, you know, and, and then talk about possibly walls and then possibly mm. the floor and then eventually mm. the foundation, which, of course, in the metaphor is the roof of, yes. of this building. And now, uh, what do the good people at Prida say a roof is? Well, they say mm. it's the covering of the uppermost part of a building. Well, mm. and it protects the building. And its contents, sometimes that those contents are people. People who complain. Uh, from weather, including rain, in most countries. Because what is a house without a roof? Well, it's just a large bucket capable of containing a family. A family-sized right. bucket, if you will. Yes, that's right. As inspired by KFC. Yes. Yes. Indeed. Um, and if you just happen to be in one of those countries where there is rain... Mm. Um, then you're going to need to apply a roof so that your family isn't swimming uh, in their bedrooms or other rooms that you might have in in the house. Mm. And if you're in one of those countries that has heat, sunlight, cold and wind, 
you're, prob- <laughs> yes. you're probably also going to want at least walls. Correct. Yes. I, I think all of these taken together, um, they become greater than the sum of their parts. I don't know if there are many things that are less than the sum of their parts. Um, Let's see. What about two? The number two. <laughs> okay. Well, what, what are its parts? One and another one. Yes. Well, that's okay. equal well, to the sum of its parts. Well, let's add up those two ones and just see <laughs> okay. how many we get. Okay. okay. Now, one, that's one. One. And then we yes. add another one to it, and that's mm. two. Now, mm. in this case, this is equal to the sum of its parts. Yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> in this case, although when you add the two ones together, you only get one two. That's which true. is interesting, isn't it? You'd think that if you added the two ones together, you'd get at least two twos. It's, it, it seems it, odd. Yes. It's hippo- I'd say it's hypocritical of the two to itself be only one thing. Yes. It's only one two. I think to show confidence in its own product, two should be two twos. Yes, that's right. Um, and, and it seems that actually, I'm just doing a few mental calculations, and it mm. seems like if you now add two and two, and you get four, there's only one four. It seems like all of the numbers, now I haven't proven this entirely. <laughs> well, I think you have. I think you've proven there's a there's definitely a trend emerging. There's definitely a trend. Now, I feel like a proper mathematician would need to look, look into that, but it seems like none of the numbers have any confidence in their product mm. or themselves. Yes, and that's a shame. That's very much unlike Prider, which that, has is so confident in its product, it's put pride right there in the in the in the start of the word. And that is beautiful. And they have as many pro- and they are, and they are one. They are also one, which is what they sell. One product. <laughs> <laughs> now, are we out. sure of that? Are we no, sure? Are no, we sure I don't about know that? that? <laughs> Well, what they do sell is one product, and you know what that product is? Peace of mind. That's right. I assume. I assume. Exactly. Peace of mind in their full range of products. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) In the many, many products that they sell. Now, they're all, but all those products fall under one roof. The roof. And what is that roof? The roof, that roof is roofs. Mm, that's right. They had to cap it somewhere. They drew the line at the roof, and then they drew another line meeting that line at an angle. And yes. they said, that looks good. Let's use that to decide a roof. Now, um, as we scroll down from what is a roof, I feel like that concept is almost covered. Now, now let me tell you what. If, if it's been a while since you've looked at a gable and you want to have a really good gander at a gable. Mm, a gander at a gable, yes. I've got to say, the Prider keytrainingslides.pdf is got to be one of the best examples where you get to see one, what it looks like on a plan, mm. a gable end, of course, yes. which, if you ask me, the end of a gable is the best bit. And mm. if you want to see what the gable end looks like in 3D, mm. I mean, they've got that too. It's interesting that we talk about that view from above as being a bird's eye view, but of course birds aren't always flying. Mm, and that's right. Indeed, a lot of the time they spend either in the nest or um, or on the ground. Yes. I mean, picking, we don't specify what bird. 
Well, it could be an albatross, one of those ones that barely ever lands. It could be, indeed, it could be. Maybe that's what we need to specify, but then they're mostly a, a seabird. So it's very unlikely they'd be flying over a house like this in order to be looking down at the prior specifications of the different styles of gable. I think uh, a, uh, a wandering albatross known for soaring and great sweeping curves low over the water in search of fish, its, a, its view of, uh, of uh, a Prider roof would be very dim and distant, if at all. Yes, but, however, I do believe that they choose the albatross as the bird, and I believe that uh, the albatross is the official bird of the Prider company. Mm. Uh, they do choose the albatross uh, as a way to communicate that Prada is an international company willing to deliver wherever you are across oceans and mm. uh, you know and take their um, their product to your your nest and much like a wandering albatross they will be your mate for life that's I'm right using mate there in the sense of friendship yes. Now, uh, the other way in which Prida uh, aligns itself with the philosophy and indeed the lifestyle of the wandering albatross is that much like the albatross, they will stay up for a very long time. That's the uh, Prida guarantee. Mm. And that is roof planes. Moving on. Yes. Now, let's get to the question that has been on everybody's lips at this point. Absolutely tingling like you've just tasted a poisonous leaf what is a ceiling mm. gosh i'm well, glad you asked de- of course of course uh, famously um lionel richie talked about dancing on the ceiling now of course in this case he may have been talking about the uh, uh a two-story house in yes, which, and uh, he hadn't he hadn't conducted the Prider training course and didn't understand the disf- difference between uh, a ceiling and the floor of the story above. That's right. Which, of course, again, a further mistake that he made is that that is more the roof of the ground floor ra- rather than uh, the ceiling. <laughs> you know, it's it was a two pronged mistake on the part of uh, Mister Mister Ritchie. You know, mm. obviously. Not a Prida uh, engineer here. His sandwich has, of course, very much gone stale. Both mm. pieces of bread are dry, unpleasant <laughs> to eat. And indeed, mould is beginning to get gain a finger hold um, on the slices of cucumber and some of the grated can- Um Now, the ceiling feels like, of course, a good uh, starting point to move on to what is a wall. What is a wall? It combines all the elements, all the key elements of the roof and of the ceiling with an exciting new dimension of verticality. Well, of course, you hear in theatre and in film the idea of breaking the fourth wall. Now, uh, an actor would find it very difficult to do that with a Prider-constructed wall. Mm, which is why they uh, Prider is proud to call themselves the actor's enemy. And That's right. Indeed, they stand against postmodernism in all forms of theatre, and they find meta uh, to be a crutch for the, the writer uh, to, as an attempt to get around otherwise 
uninteresting theatre making. I have proposed a series of ads for the Pride Company in which some of the world's best actors attempt to break the fourth wall while performing in a Pride built home. Um, <laughs> yes, Sir they... John Gilgood, yes. Lawrence Olivier, yes, uh, they... Patrick Stewart. That's right. Yes, they... all attempt to turn to the audience, but to no avail. They turn to the audience with the the full force of their acting prowess. Yes, and not a single gaze is able to penetrate a beautiful and strong Pride-built wall. Mm. And the wall, of course, another key purpose of the wall is to support the roof and the ceiling, which is a lovely thing to do. That's why people love walls so much. Without walls, a house would just be a roof on the ground. Of course, the uh, there is there's many kinds of walls. Uh, you've got your internals, and then you've got your externals. You know, you've got your load-bearing walls. You've got your raking walls, which of course are very useful in the autumn. Do you think that within the world of walls, in the wor- wall world, that the uh, external walls look down on the internal walls? Yes, I think the hierarchy goes as such. It is. Uh, external load-bearing walls are the mm. top dogs of the wall world. Mm. Even though they're not the top, they're more the outermost. That's right. That's right. The outermost, which in the world of horizontalness, that is mm. the that is the topness. Yes. <laughs> uh, outermost is very much the top of the horizontal world. Yes. And then... You have, of course, the external non-load-bearing walls. These are some, like you would see, say, in a sunroom or something mm. like that. You know, a lot Very of glass. The eunuch of the, world, of the load-bearing wall world. That's right, yes. And then, of course, then you have your internal load-bearing walls. Those, are, that, those take the number three position. Then, of course, the internal non-load-bearing. Um, and then, of course, the... the the absolute bottom feeder of the wall world is the toilet cubicle wall. It's it's a pathetic worm of a wall. But, of course, like worms, it does play a role in this ecosystem. You know, uh, you know, bigger walls feast on it and... Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and therefore the, the, uh, the, the circle of life continues. What about openings, I hear you ask? Well, you must have just turned to page seven on the Prider Key Training Slides PDF. Now, uh, one of the dreams of engineering is to be able to create teleportation, the technology that allows you to move from one place to another simply by stepping through a portal. Mm. Well, what if I were to tell you that, in fact, this technology already exists and has for many thousands of years? I am, of course, talking about the door that allows one to teleport from the inside of a house to the outside of a house in just a few short steps. Yes. And as yet, we're not sure how this technology works. We don't know whether or not it strips apart the body into its component molecules before reassembling them on the other side, or whether it's more a kind of a Harry Potter-style magic. Mm. But regardless of how it works... The fact is, it does, and we are thankful every day that this wonder of nature and science is available to us. Sorry, as we, what we're about to talk about, uh, Jerry, is of course a new concept called the floor. Ah, indeed. 
You know, what the floor often does is mm. provide a walking surface. Mm. You know, until the invention of the, uh, of the floor, uh, transportation from door to door was very difficult. I, I, I of course, would have uh, approached this, uh, solving this problem um, by, by applying a small floor to the bottom of each foot so that one could always be walking on the floor wherever they go. This might be a way, if you're looking uh, for a client who's particularly budget conscious, to Mm. propose that making small floors that can be strapped to the bottom of the shoes with a with a belt or maybe a Velcro-style attachment, um, they would be able to reduce their requirement for floor because, of course, you don't use the whole floor all the time. That's right. You're only using the bit that you're walking on. It seems insane to build an entire floor when the only bit that you ever use is the bit that's under your feet. Yes, and as engineers, we have been in talk with Prada. Um, there's been a lot of yelling. Yes, it gets very heated uh, about them, including... A, uh, a shoe-shaped floor design. Now, I should stress that a lot of the yelling is just taking place from us as we stand on the street outside the Pride of Boardroom trying to be heard by those in the floors above. Yes, that's right, yes. I mean, if we could get inside, I'm sure that the conversation mm. would be very uh, uh, cordial. Cordial. Mm. Very um, cordial. Very cordial, as in there mm. would only be a little bit of it, but mm. it would... <laughs> It would go a long way. It would make a lot of children very happy. And so I think that pretty much sums it up. And so I believe this has been a very comprehensive refreshing of the mind in Mm. the art of truss and roof and wall and floor, building and prefabbing. Mm -mm. You're absolutely right. I mean, I might suggest it next time i'm shouting through the window of the Prada corporation headquarters i might suggest that indeed this replace the entire introductory course and they can go straight to the refresher and get most of the details from here because i think such is the depth in which we've covered the key elements of uh, of, of prefabricated roof truss and ceiling design that um, you could you could start here and I think uh, come out of this podcast with a complete understanding of all the important elements. That's right. And so we say to you, happy prefabricating. And mm, good I day or not. May your day be prefabulous. Thank you for listening in 2023. We wish you a safe and enjoyable Christmas and New Year break and we'll see you again in 2024.